Queens, and welcome to the Outer Court, where outsiders get to become insiders and all are welcome. Here, we will build a community guided by truth and healing. Okay, wow, here we are, episode one, y'all. Well, let me tell you, it's a super cloudy day here. I'm in my cozy bedroom with a cup of still tea, which is like, I guess, nursing tea. And um, the cozy vibes are real. And I wish you guys could be here with me and we could have these conversations in person. Um, but because we can't, I'm so thankful to this podcast platform that we can still come together. So episode one, what are we doing, right? So today I really want to answer three essential questions, which is who the hell am I, right? Because some of you know, some of you don't know, some of you need to be reminded. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but, and uh, also, uh, what is this podcast all about and why am I doing this? Have I lost my mind? possibly so. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jordan Ashley. I was born and raised in sunny Los Angeles, California, but I now live in the very cloudy um, northwestern Germany in a small town called Bad Salzuflen. I'm sure none of you have heard of Um, I used to live in a slightly bigger town called Bielefeld, which um, some, you know, super football fans out there might know because of uh, Armenia, Bielefeld. They just recently made it to uh, the Bundesliga or Bundesliga. Um, But yeah, so now I'm here in Germany and Uh, For those of you who follow me on Instagram, my handle is at outer.court. I can't say that enough. Um, I was recently making a post about my educational background. I attended a um, university from 2013 to 2016, uh, Life Pacific University in California, and I received my um, bachelor's in biblical studies there, um, which means my studies were basically based around um, the Bible. What does the Bible say? You know, we studied in Greek, we studied in Hebrew. Um, We learned how to dive into the biblical texts and look at them um, in their historical, cultural context to understand the real biblical message. And... um, We also learned, you know, a lot of ministry tools as well. There were ministry classes involved, and we learned how can we apply um, these biblical texts to today, Um, because that's, I think, what all of us do. We read the Bible, we say, okay, how does this apply to me today? Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people get that part very wrong, Um, but that is what we learned, and then after graduating in 2016, I came out here to Germany, which was supposed to just be a two-month internship and turned into me moving here 
um, meeting the love of my life and us starting a family together, which is um, just crazy because that's a direction I never saw my life going. Um, but during my first few years here, um, I was also working on my master's degree, which is in government, which has nothing to do with the Bible, but it was from a Christian university and a very conservative uh, Christian university at that. They were huge supporters of uh, the ex-president, whose name I will not speak because it does not deserve to go on my lips, but we all know who I'm talking about. Um, and that was Regent University. And I haven't yet done anything with that degree, but I am passionate about government, about politics, um, and eventually we will engage those topics here as well, but not today. Also, uh, during my time at Life Pacific University, I received um, a recommendation for licensing through the Foursquare Church, but because I moved abroad, I never, um, for, no, I never saw that through because once you're in an international setting, you can't um, use your licensing you got in the U.S. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't doing ministry and I'm not still doing ministry. So some of you might have just noticed a sweet little interruption in the background that I just had to go deal with, which was uh, the whining of my son, who is supposed to be napping right now, but is uh, something else that I wanted to mention on here, not napping, although I love naps, but my son, um, he is my first child, and he was born in October, which means um, he just turned six months in April, which is insane to me, like, I do not know where those six months went, but he is the most adorable baby to ever walk this planet and I know all parents think that about their kids but it's actually true about mine just to ask anyone who's seen him um, I'm sure a couple pictures will end up on my Instagram I think one has already so you can see for yourselves obviously most adorable ever sorry to the other parents out there but like I said here is a community guided by truth and healing so there's some truth um, <laughs> but, uh, my fiance, Johannes and I are just obsessed with him and couldn't be happier with this little ball of joy that has come into our lives. Um, that's not to say that there haven't been people out there who have had plenty, um, to say about us being engaged and not married and having a baby, um, which is why several episodes we will be talking about one of my favorite topics when it comes to the bible and religion which is sex um i have so much to say there um and i think it's one of the most abused topics within the church so um we will definitely be breaking that down many times with the help of many friends of mine and I'm excited for that. Um, so I guess now we can transition into what this podcast is about, since I've already kind of mentioned a little. Um, you know, in my 
10 plus years now um, in the church and in minutes. No. Yeah. Yeah, 10. Okay, hold on. I forget how old I am sometimes, but more than 10 years of experience um, in the church and in ministry. I have come across so many different leaders, so many different styles of ministry. And, you know, some of the leaders I've come across are amazing people who I love and adore. And some, you know, I've had issues with, but are good leaders. And some are perhaps well-intentioned, but have done some harmful things. And some are just ill-intentioned. Um, and I want to talk about all of that with you guys because because many of us or most of us on some level have experienced some form of um, church trauma, church abuse, and it's something that we just don't talk about. And I think it's time we start talking about it, you know, in preparation for this podcast. You know, this is something that's actually for almost two years now has been just stirring within me, you know, in my mind, in my heart. Um, and I've just been thinking through how to do this and I'm finally just doing it um so for almost two years now I've just been thinking about so many things that I've witnessed um or so many things that I've experienced and you know things to say about it things um to not say about it and allow others to say about it and been praying about it and really trying to listen to the Holy Spirit um, about it and also being an Enneagram 6 as I am. Sorry to bring the Enneagram into this for those of you who are like over it, but being the Enneagram 6 that I am, you know, I was really spending this time just thinking through like, what about this? What about that? And, you know, how am I going to deal with this if that happens? And on and on and on and so I am some weeks ago I decided okay now's the time like I feel ready and I've just been like day and night planning and thinking and I think I'm driving Johannes a little crazy with how much I've been planning and thinking about it and um I've been reading some of just the prophet's lately and I've been encouraged by some great friends to do the same just in preparation um and I was reading Jeremiah the other day and I came across um you know chapter two God gives this kind of proclamation over um Israel over Judah both of them and my like jaw just kind of dropped a little because I felt like he was speaking that to the church today. And so I just want to actually read that to you guys. It's not super long, but it's a little long. Um, but I probably won't read the whole thing also. But 
Jeremiah 2 says, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Go and proclaim in the hearing of Jerusalem, thus says the Lord. I remember the devotion of your youth, your love as a bride, how you followed me in the wilderness, in a land not sown. Israel was holy to the Lord, the first fruits of his harvest. All who ate of it incurred guilt. Disaster came upon them, declares the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the clans of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, What wrong did your fathers find in me, that they went far from me, and went after worthlessness, and became worthless? They did not say, Where is the Lord, who brought us up from the land of Egypt, who led us in the wilderness, in a land of deserts and pits, in a land of drought and deep darkness? in a land that none passes through, where no man dwells. And I brought you into a plentiful land to enjoy its fruits and its good things. But when you came in, you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. The priests did not say, Where is the Lord? Those who handle the law did not know me. The shepherds transgressed against me. The prophets prophesied by Baal, and went after things that do not profit. Therefore, I still contend with you, declares the Lord, and with your children's children I will contend. For cross to the coasts of Cyprus and see, or send to Kedar and examine with care. See if there has been such a thing. Has a nation changed its gods, even though they are no gods? But my people have changed their glory, for that which does not profit. Be appalled, O heavens, at this. Be shocked, be utterly utterly desolate, declares the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Is Israel a slave? Is he a home-born servant? Why then has he become a prey? The lions have roared against him. They have roared loudly. They have made his land a waste. His cities are in ruins without inhabitant. Moreover, the men of Memphis and Taphanese have, sh- have shaved the crown of your head. Have you not brought this upon yourself by forsaking the Lord your God when he led you in the way? And now, what do you gain by going to Egypt, to drink the waters of the Nile? Or what do you gain by going to Assyria, to drink the water of the Euphrates? Your evil will chastise you, and your apostasy will reprove you. Know and see that it is evil and bitter for you to forsake the Lord your God. The fear of me is not in you, declares the Lord God of hosts. Anyways, it goes on. That was up until verse 20. And if you have time, you can continue. But as I heard these words, I just felt like the Lord said, this is my word to the church again today. This is a word to my people today. Because that's basically what Israel was, was the people of God. And I don't know if you felt that too, if you are listening to this and saying amen. But amen. I felt like 
um, you know, the institution of the church, not to say that there aren't great pastors, great leaders, great um, followers of Jesus out there. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is the institution of the church as a whole has to some degree forsaken um, the way of God, has forsaken God for other gods, um, as it said in Jeremiah. You know, whether that be um, fame or um, money or self-worship or, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, the institution has forsaken God in many ways, and we've all been harmed as a result of that, you know, and I think that's what happens with man-made institutions is at some point there is a fall. And, you know, you can say, you know, humanity is partly to blame, as in we're human, we're imperfect, but also um, there's more to it than that. And we can't just say, oh, well, you're human, so you're not responsible for your actions. Um, you know, it's not your fault. No, um, we have to bring back accountability um, to the church to the institution that is um, the church and say, you know, wrong has been done in the name of God and it's time that we correct that. Um, so that is part of what we're doing here at the outer court. We're saying wrong has been done. Um, when A, B, or C was taught to you, God was forsaken and we're not going to stand for that anymore. And we're going to say, um, you know, with each other, where is God in this and find together, um, the truth that fights against the wrong that was done to you or to me or, um, to the person next to you. And hopefully when we can find that truth, when we can, um, find God in that experience, we can start to find healing or at least start that journey towards healing together. Um, I think that was kind of a strong thing that I just said, but sometimes strong things need to be said. So what we're doing here um, at the outer court is we're going to face these um, kind of hard topics together. Um, you know, some things I can speak from personal experience, but some things I cannot, which is why I have been and will be reaching out to so many um, friends or acquaintances of mine who I know can speak to those subjects better than I can. Those that I have not experienced myself um, or maybe just have more knowledge than I do because Lord knows I do not have knowledge of everything and nor do I claim to. And I just want to involve as many other voices in this as I can so that you guys not only don't get sick of hearing my voice over and over again, um, but uh, you can hear perspectives other than my own, even if, you know, the perspective you're hearing somewhat agrees with mine. I'm going to drink water. Um, 
with every different person there's to some degree a different perspective and so I want to share those with you and for us just to be a colorful community of an array of different perspectives and um, experiences and you know walks of life and share that together and find um, the truth of God in that and find you know support and community and a home in that and I'm so uh, excited about so many of the different people that I already know are going to be coming on here and sharing with you and I think that's something that's going to be really special about this community is that differences are encouraged and sharing those differences are encouraged uh, but I do want to say that in sharing differences of opinions because uh, with each episode I'd love you guys to hop on Instagram and comment you know um, your thoughts your feelings whether they be in line with what was said or against what was said um, share it um, but be respectful because a lot of what's going to be shared here is personal it's personal experiences um, personal stories you know really vulnerable um, stories of trauma of abuse you know and that's not something that I take lightly or that you should take lightly so when things are shared um, what I ask is that there be um, love and respect above anything else and if you want to disagree disagree I think that's great um, but the minute um, you know you express language that is gaslighting experiences being shared or the minute that your language disrespects um, the realities of trauma faced by um, either myself or anyone on here um, that won't be tolerated and I have no problem um, deleting and blocking uh, anyone who tries to come in with uh, with divisiveness, with negativity, with disrespect. Um, we have no toler tolerance for that. All are welcome, but we don't tolerate the BS, okay? <laughs> um, so that's what we're doing here at the Outer Court. And the why, if you haven't figured it out already, the why is that it is just so much my desire to um, see conversations uh, be normalized around trauma and abuse within the church and conversations be normalized that question what we've been told is truth. Uh, because I think there's so much tradition behind the institution we have now that is the church from just Western um, culture, which has been dominated by white males for way too long and we've stopped questioning the truth that the white male voice has created for us and um, the straight white male voice at that actually I should include um, and we stopped questioning the truth of that voice and 
Um, not to say that there isn't any truth within that voice, but um, it's not a voice that speaks for everyone. And um, it has dictated that our lives have to look like that voice in order for us to be accepted by God. And that is not the truth. Um, someone tell me you're saying amen listening to this because um, I think that deserved an amen. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so that's why I want to do this because there are more voices out there that need to be heard. There's more truth out there that needs to be heard. And there are a hell of a lot more questions that need to be asked in regards to what we've been told is truth. Um, and I'm kind of just sick of accepting the truth that I've been given as truth. And I think a lot of you out there are just as sick of it as I am. And, you know, it's time for a revolution. It's time to stand up against uh, the man, um, the white state man, and say enough is enough. And let's include all people because the kingdom of God is um, a colorful kingdom with uh, people from every nation and every tongue, right? Um, black, brown, white, um, every nationality, every um, race, every gender, you know, um, we're all included um, in the people of God, in the kingdom of God, and it's time that um, what's preached reflects that, and it's time that um, the church reflects that, and the people who are included in the church reflects that, and the people who are accepted into the church reflect that. And that's what we're going to reflect here at the outer court. Um, because as I said, this is a place where outsiders you know, get to become insiders, because the outsiders I think are the true insiders in the kingdom of God. And I think that scares um, the establishment that is the church because that looks very different than what they're used to and what looks safe to them. So uh, let's burn it down, y'all. Let's burn that institution down and let's um, build up something new and fresh and inclusive and um, you know, F anything that would try to exclude us. Um, I'm trying hard not to curse, even though I chose to publish this as something with explicit content. I'm still trying my best, uh, just in being inclusive to watch how much I curse. I can't promise I won't ever, but I'm trying not to. And if you know me, you know that's hard for me to do. Um, so some, um, self-censorship just happened. <laughs> But anyways, I love you guys, um, and I'm so thankful that you have tuned into this, um, that you are going on this journey with me, and I hope that the outer court just becomes a place for you to call home, and man, am I just excited to see where this leads. Um, so if you haven't already followed us on Instagram, please do that. Um, you know, that way you can um, join us on further conversations about each episode as they happen. Um, 
And man, just love you guys again. Thanks for being here. And, you know, we're here. So let's see where this goes. That's all for today's episode here at the Outer Court. Don't forget, for more podcast updates and news, you can follow me on at outer.court on Instagram. Until next time, friends. Thank you.